or I'm a crush a movie. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the Wrapped Up Podcast. We're just talking some movies. Keep going. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll just set some time for my movie watching because I, I work, you know, 45, 50 hours a week. You got to, like, section off some time for your movie watching, your video game playing. Like, <laughs> otherwise, you just don't have enough time. Is there are there calendar holds on your on your calendar for those things? Like, um, is everyone in the yes. Rodriguez household aware that like between the hours of five a.m. and five p.m. on Sundays? Oh, 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 Nicole, Nicole on for like especially football, football Sunday, like when the Niners are playing, just like there's this three-hour block. <laughs> don't bother me. Don't ask me to do anything because that ain't happening. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Wow. You guys. Can... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking that That's the way. That's why I am, though. I'm like I have, I, I, I set set certain blocks of time so I can get stuff done that I normally wouldn't get to do otherwise. You're an impressive man. What was your favorite movie of the year, Tim? A little New Year's show here. Recap 2019. Hmm. Even movie that stands out. Yeah. Wow. I like 1917. That was good. I liked the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen 1917 yet, so I I can't say. Um, because I'm gonna watch it in IMAX. Joker was pretty good. Yeah, Joker. Joker was really good. Joker was very good. I I was really impressed by the soundtrack. The soundtrack in Joker is amazing. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to uh, call. We've got to call up the rise of Skywalker for consideration. <laughs> this troll pick. Considered <laughs> troll. No, no. But the thing is, like Disney, what Disney has done is the movies look beautiful in terms of visual effects. The movies look fantastic. They have to. But right? it, yeah, yeah, when but the plot's so thin. So thin. Yeah, <laughs> very thin plotting. Um. I, I I just and plus I watch a lot of foreign films and stuff like that. I like watching like Japanese movies. Like I saw I saw Shadow and Shadow was an amazing movie. Um, and it's it's all in black and white, and except for certain sequences, it's, it's kind of like Sin City. Oh. Like the color palette, the color palette is very similar to Sin City. Like when certain things that are meant to really catch your eyes, it's in color. But Shadow was a fantastic foreign film. Not too many people were talking about it because it's a foreign film. Um, One of the best uh, movies I saw was uh, Parasite, the Korean film. That was insane. It was by the director who did uh, Snowpiercer. Yeah, yeah, that guy's nuts. That guy's a nutty director. Yeah, it's so. He does some really cool stuff, though. Literally everything he has, like, thought put into it. Like, everything that Mm -hmm. is happening and being said or, like, set design or like what the characters are saying that'll get paid off later in the in the movie well yeah for sure but the thing is with with the type of hot takes he takes there is no way you can put that in a big budget movie because there's so much on the line a lot of risk and unless you you get really big word of mouth around the film you're not you're not going to get huge box office numbers you can't spend 300 million dollars on a film that has a very quirky plot and it's very unique. Tell that to Valerian or whatever that. Yeah, Luke Vasson. Yeah, exactly. Like Luke Vasson. That's a that's a anime. 
that's an anime that that guy uh, loved. It's right. a, actually a manga. The manga, Luc Besson absolutely loved and adored. But the, the casting was really poor. Um, who could ever think that the main, I, I forget the, the actor's name, the main character, would be like this badass super spy who flies around. He's basically like a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, I think both, that both of them kind of suck. Well, I mean, he was good in that Chronicle movie, not but relatable, not relatable. Yeah, and then but yeah, the, but, the, the, problem, but the problem is, is that's not the type of character he's playing. He's playing like this suave. He's supposed to be playing this suave super spy type of guy, and it's just like you look at him, you're like, eh, not so much. And then you have Cara De- Delevingne, and you you look at her, you, you're like, she couldn't hurt a fly. She weighs, she's like five foot one, <laughs> 92 pounds. There is no way that she's intimidated. She, <laughs> she's and got so have these determination. Two, have these I just found out involved. something about, about that girl and that like, you know, like how people are discovered and like apparently her parents are like multi-billionaires. Really? And so that like that's the only that. reason why she's like famous. Really? That doesn't surprise like, me at all though. It's like a, a media-driven, like, this person's good-looking, but are they really good-looking? I mean, that's like everyone. Like, you just described the Kardashians as well. And yeah, exactly. You just described the Kardashians. You described a lot of, like, Instagram influencers. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them, they come from wealthy families. They family own multi, multi-million-dollar businesses. Nobody would know any yeah. of if it weren't for my influence. Yeah, like, yeah, Taylor Swift's parents are, like, millionaires, mm. like... Like how how did they get this far? Were they actually good or just they Everyone had the right is, connection? Everything is a result of marketing propaganda. Look at the um, the new Netflix uh, article. They were talking about how like there are now these Netflix shows will buy their own and run their own Facebook campaigns and just run ads to their shows because they know that if they can get it a, a few people interested, that it'll start showing up. That like Netflix's algorithm will pick up that it's they're getting more viewers than they were expecting. And it'll show it more often, and then it just creates this cycle where it starts to grow it more, yeah. and more and market it more and more and more. It's unbelievable. It's like it doesn't even matter how good you are at making a show if you are good at marketing the show, then your show will be popular and well. well it, it just shows it just shows the weaknesses of these algorithms that are created on YouTube, on Google, on uh, YouTube, on uh, on Netflix. That they can be abused pretty easily. Yeah. So, what was your best of the year, Tim? Best of favorite, the year. Let's say favorite, because best is like we started coming up. Yeah, that yeah, that's, that's a bit strong, yeah. Because my favorite movie, I mean, like movie that I actually enjoyed is probably Endgame. Because if I had the actual payoff, but I, I mean, it's such a cheap. But the thing is, it, it was one of those movies that, I actually really enjoyed, but the the thing is, is that the Joker was I thought was a better film overall. A lot better. But I was going into Joker expecting a lot of you know high level acting. Uh, you know you have to pay attention because there's little there's little Easter eggs everywhere, so you got to be paying attention to every little scene. So you don't really get to you have to watch it multiple times, and I just haven't seen it two or three times yet where I can actually break everything down because. There is definitely a lot of Easter eggs in that movie, um, especially with uh, with Thomas Wayne and, and their relationship that kind of comes to a climax at the end. 
I don't want to give too much away for spoilers. <laughs> well, speaking of Easter eggs, we've been watching, we've been getting caught up on the Harry Potter movies here. And uh, in, actually, you hadn't seen them before? I have seen them. I've seen them multiple times. Olivia's never seen them. Okay. She's, she's just now reading the books and, and we're watching the movies um, as she finishes the books. And in, in the, and I, I definitely did not notice this in first watch. And so curious if any of you did. In the third movie, when, when Harry receives the Marauder's map, the zoom in shows that Newt Scamander is visiting Hogwarts. Mm. Wow, that means nothing to me. <laughs> Newt Scamander is the character in the subsequent Harry Fantastic Potter piece from the past. Oh, right, yeah. Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What does that mean? He should be something like 115 years mm. old. Oh, what? Which yeah, because the because the new because because all the newer movies with Eddie Redmayne take place in the twenties and thirties, and he's already thirty years old in those movies. Or like he's in his late twenties, early thirties, and so by the time Harry Potter goes to Hogwarts, is early two thousands. No, it's yeah, like, so that's it's like seventy nine. Did you know that the, yeah, the look, woman look, like, in those movies is? They're old. Sam Waterston's granddaughter. Who? Who? Uh, the lawyer from Law and Order. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sam Waterston. Yeah. Yeah. I know Sam Waterston. Who's the daughter or granddaughter? Uh, his granddaughter is the woman in the new Commander movie. <laughs> oh, like, oh God. Love interest. Arby's <laughs> just looking for cases of nepotism in class. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's full circle. Our stories here. It's incredible. <laughs> Yes, there's a lot of nepotism in the world, Army. It happens. A lot. <laughs> you, you set it up for me, guys. We want to hear. Well, I mean, if you have multi-millions of dollars and you have a huge network, and not only that, you can get the best acting coaches known to man, like, of course, they're going to have way bigger opportunities than your average Joe Schmo on the street. Did you know Miley Cyrus is related to Billy Ray Cyrus? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> really? Billy Ray Cyrus is literally in, in my Montana. Mind. Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus is in all the TV shows in, on Disney Channel. No way. I've never yes, seen that. Yeah. Tim, have you binged all 20 seasons of that? Too? No, I don't. I've seen a couple episodes. I've not binged all of Hannah Montana. Guys, are you caught up on iCarly yet? <laughs> Tim, what are the five no. points? Hey, you're wanting to throw stones, buddy. How's the Baylor soccer team doing? Oh, oh no. Jesus. They got eliminated, Dude, he's man. He's watching Brutal. documentaries on, like, 20-year-old women. Not, cre- not creepy at all, by the way. I, I'm just entertained by, like, how little their problems are. <laughs> yeah, they're in college. Their problems are very small. <laughs> it's so relatable yeah. to you. <laughs> so, so relatable. Yeah, what, yeah, let's watch cute girls go get iced coffee for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 21 yesterday. And, <laughs> and you're just staring at this girl on her like youtube doc <laughs> like oh yay she's getting dinner at the quad all right let's oh, uh man, that's great that's great stuff all right so let's start where the nfl week wrapped up 
And that's with your 49ers winning a real banger of a game. One of the best games of the year. A hell of a game. Niners take down the Seahawks at the one-yard line. Wow. And by the way, wow. How The two things that we're going to remember about this Seahawks team as far as, like, events are two things happening disastrously at the one-yard line. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. Uh, no yeah, it's not allowed, not allowed to go into the end zone. Yeah. Uh, you you can't really blame Marshawn for this game, but you can blame the offensive oh, the, coordinator. The, well, the delay of game thing that was yeah, hilarious. That was, that was atrocious. I, it's I understand you have a hurt player. You got to get his butt off the field. <laughs> like they called they they called it. <laughs> <they fight. laughs> Injured? I don't care. It's off my feet. Suck it up. <laughs> That's, they they yeah. spike the ball. They spike the ball. They have some time to change out linemen. It's like, it's like, dude, he's clearly hurt. Get him off the field. See, I think that spike the ball was wrong too, because they got to the with the half yard line. Yeah. Literally, just spike it and jump over, reach the ball over. That's the closest you'll ever be to scoring. And yet, no, you spike it. You lose a yard and a half. Then you get, you know, then the then the miscommunication. Then the delay game. It's like everything went wrong just from right there. Like yeah. you can picture Drew Brees running up the line, hiking it, and jumping over. Tom Brady doing yeah. that. Yeah. Like, uh, but, but I think that what they're worried about, they're worried about that lineman because you need, in a situation like that, you need the entire line of scrimmage to move in the same level. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise the quarterback's not going to make it over the line. I think, so, I think what Roy's talking about, it said it right there, is like, or, or actually Tim said, you said they decided. Because I think yeah. the two guys that you just mentioned, Roy, those guys are individually deciding to do the to make those types of plays where they're gonna like Aaron Rodgers is another who like will go up and just like okay I'm gonna quick snap it I'm gonna fake spike it and then go for it you know well, I'm gonna fake spike it and throw it like he's 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 taking the initiative on his own and I don't think that's how the Seahawks work I'm not saying yeah, Russell Wilson do that I think just yeah. don't think that's how that team works like that plays in the book and Rodgers just yells he's like all right like whatever like code name and like and then the whole team knows like this is it like get going. Well, well, at the, at this point, who believes that Matt Lafleur is actually calling the plays for the Packers? Who actually believes that? <laughs> I, I I think absolutely no one. I, I, right. I, I I think Aaron Rodgers is calling the bulk of the plays on that in those games. Yeah. But that is. You could say that about a, a handful of uh, of QBs. Of yeah, quarterbacks. Like, yeah, you could say that about Peyton Manning back in yeah, the day. Yeah, Peyton. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't think Matt Lafleur is calling anything. I think it's like, oh, yay, that was a great play. Good job, Aaron. Woo. Because I, I think that's the Seahawks. I, I, I don't like them going far in the playoffs, but I do see them winning this weekend. Oh uh, yeah, is such um, a disaster. So injured, so banged up. Um, yeah. The fact that the Philly got this far is impressive enough. I, I think they're it. If you if you saw their their people on the injured list, the, the yeah. IR list, it, it, it looks like a hit list. Like it, it looks like somebody was just in the rafters just sniping people. It, there's like twenty there's like twenty, twenty five people mean? down. There's like it, it, it's serious injuries. It's serious injuries too. Oh it's not just gosh, like this is getting too real. <laughs> I don't and know. It's like you're like every single guy has like a serious knee injury or like a, a serious hamstring injury. We can start with let's start with that game. They're two and a half point underdogs at home against the Seahawks. There are so many 
convincing arguments I could hear for both sides here. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think one is definitely the Eagles injury situation is is nuts. I mean, it's Carson Wentz and like tape Carson Wentz out there. I I felt like uh, the Seahawks defense was an open hole last week. Yeah, I, I guess the gashed. Niners are are a good team, but what they they looked really good at was with Kittle, and I think if Zach Ertz is like good to go, I I think that they'll just get run down. Uh, again, I don't think it had anything to do with like personnel. It was just like there were wide open holes everywhere. Well, the 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 thing is, the Seahawks are also really banged up too. Uh, yeah, both these yeah, I think the are, same uh, argument uh, about injuries. Is, uh, yeah. So I, I think yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Go Tim. The the Seahawks are rolling out their fourth and fifth string running backs right now. That's they have an undrafted rookie and Marshawn Lynch, and then Turbin is basically riding pine just in case one of them goes down. What say again? Do you not have faith in Marshawn Lynch? Dude, it looks thirty pounds overweight right now. <laughs> Running back argument is 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 fair. It's a good argument. But I don't think the offensive side of the ball is really the concern. Seahawks think it's always been defense since the Legion of Boom left. And then this last Sunday game really showed it. Like, I was watching in, in shock, just, you know, they're getting run over by anyone, by Kittle, by the running backs, Garoppolo scrambling. Like, I just don't think they can stop anyone. And you know Russell Wilson can, you know, make magic and can run and he's the offense. And if he's out there, you have to believe that he's, he's the offense. So, I don't like them. I mean, I don't think that they're not going to score. It's just, can they stop literally Zach Ertz? Yeah, well, well. Uh, then another thing is, is Zach Ertz healthy. They were rolling out their third string tight end last week, so we don't even know where Zach Ertz is at. Um, and he's by far the, the Eagles' biggest weapon. You don't know what the Eagles are going to be rolling out. They're, they're rolling out like their third guy off a practice squad in, uh, for at running back and, and wide receiver, so you have really no clue, yeah. and a tight end too. So, <laughs> I mean, this team is the most banged up team to make the playoffs I've ever seen. I fist pumped while you were talking because I just saw that the Cowboys are going to be moving on without Jason. No. Oh man, I thought it was going to be hilarious. I think we got to um. real quick. <laughs> 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 Good job, boys. Great job, boys. time has come to an end. <laughs> what a what a fuck like uh so like the Cowboys have been eight and eight for the entire the entire the entire decade and for some reason they're always the national story. They haven't been a good team since like mid nineties. Like what the fuck? Well, because they, they built up they built up they built up a legacy in the seventies in the sixties seventies and nineties. And people have just been yeah, living they, off that legacy. They have fans from different eras. Yeah. And that's, yeah, you, if you can be the Patriots of, your, of a decade, you'll have 10 years worth of frontrunners that like you. 10 years? Well, it's 20 years. They, they haven't been to, like, the conference uh, title game with, since, like, 96 It's the same with like Redskins that. fans. When was the last time the Redskins were, were relevant? And you still, you have, like, hardcore Redskins. Oh, no. No, I mean, AT&T Stadium has, like, 100,000 seats sold out. 
Washington hasn't been sold out for like five years. I'm pretty sure like uh, whatever Snyder buys the remaining tickets of the year. Because, yeah, they haven't been able to sell out whatever RFK Stadium is or wherever the hell they, they play, FedEx Field. And then there's, uh, what is it? Is it? I mean, the Raiders are another perfect example of that. I mean, they, their fan base, they, I won't say it's like as big as it used to be, but it's extraordinarily loyal. They have a very loyal fan base. And it, it's Well, now it's going to be Vegas. <laughs> yeah, the Raider fans from Oakland are done. Yeah. I, that was the last stake in the heart right there. That's Especially crazy. losing the Jaguars at home. You, you oh, my God. You can't leave twice. <laughs> you can't leave twice. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think a lot of the Raider fans that I've talked to personally have said, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow them to Vegas. Because it's just the exact, like, town that they like to be associated yeah. with. Like, they all like to be, like, delinquents. And, like, <laughs> Piracy. <laughs> yeah. like pirates. Yeah, they're all degenerate. Yeah, it's like they're just committing felonies in the back parking lot. Feels right. Feels right. They're going where they belong. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that bad. Over under ten years, they play another game in Oakland. (laughs) Will the next game be within ten years? Will the next game be within or after ten years? No, after. No, doesn't have to be them moving back. By the way, could just be they came in for an exhibition. <laughs> I I think if the A's ever leave, like that, the Coliseum's gonna get blown up. Yeah, I think the Coliseum's done. That that place has been done for a while. The only reason why it's still alive is because the A's are there. Yeah, well, both teams were operating at three sixty-five. Teams playing in in London, they can't play a game in Oakland in five years. I saw that. Yeah, the Raiders traveled the most out of all the NFL teams. So, like, might as well just yeah, was it? It wasn't even close, dude. Yeah, they, like, they 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 played. I think it was six weeks in a row. Um, it, it was close like, to that. I do remember out, that. Out of state, like they played six weeks in a row out of state, mm-hmm. and they and they had a home game in London. Mm-hmm. Their home game was in London. <laughs> so that? yeah, it's, man, that's that's rough. That's rough treading. Yeah. All right. The NFL is just like we don't like you. We know we 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 know we don't like you. We're gonna prove it to you. We don't like you. Give you the worst schedule ever. One of the the other things I want to bring about the Niners Seahawks game is mm-hmm. so like uh, what what is pass interference like review in the playoffs? Do you think it's gonna be like a major factor like news story? Like I think there's gonna oh, be an there's going to be a big mistake. Uh, I mean, unless unless the guy absolutely blows him up before the ball is there. Oh, Tim, dude, that that was pi in Seattle. It that was. was I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it wasn't. But all I'm it's saying like the, is, yeah, the way, like the, the way that they are doing this, the way that they are doing this is unless the guy is absolutely destroyed before the ball gets there, they're not they're not overturning it. It's so inconsistent. I don't even yeah, think that that'll be it. I think it'll like they're gonna finally over start overturning plays in the playoff. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so because the guy who's running running things, uh, was it Riveron? Riveron does not do like messing that? with the official judge's judgment, final judgment. He doesn't yeah. like. He doesn't like it. And um, I listen to Pat McAfee's uh, podcast. He's uh, if, if he's very funny, guys, you, you'd like it. 
he hates Riveron. He thinks he's atrocious. It's so funny when he talks about Riveron. But, um, but yeah. It's, it's like who one of those, runs, like, who runs ahead calls. of officiating. Yeah, it's, it's completely subjective. It doesn't, yeah, right. Like, so, like, if you were going to judge PI based on, like, the letter of the law, every single play is fast play interference. Is, exactly. So, like, exactly. But, like, in a just layman's watching plays, yeah, like, you've got the uh, the one on uh, DeAndre Hopkins earlier this year. But that one at the end of the game, it's just, like, they didn't even review it. They, like, they, they had the full 30 seconds. He said that they reviewed it in New York, and they said that they didn't want to send it down. They, were, they yeah. couldn't buy Instead of watching it for 20 seconds, they could have watched it for two minutes, and then they would have obviously seen pass interference, but then also said it wasn't pass interference. But they should have at least gone to the booth for it. It's I'm like, not, it's, like a double, it's, it's like a I, double like fuck up. Like I, I don't care if you're never gonna call pass interference on these reviews, but the booth had to review it. And they didn't. Well, like I, I'm, I'm sure they're watching on their PI. TV too. They they should have spent the time to look at it and they didn't. I, I don't think it was a PI, it was a holding. It, it would but it would it, it, it still give them first down. It was still giving yeah, it would have been down. first down at the one. So it would have been well, it would have been first down halfway to the goal because they were at the six, so they would have sure, given sure, them sure. at the three. It would have been first down at the three as opposed to fourth down. So yeah, it give it would definitely gives them two more opportunities because at that point there was nine seconds. So I mean, it would give them two more shots. Yeah, uh, I, I mean that's a fair assessment. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. It's just from everything I've heard from NFLPA, NFL Referees Association, saying that they saw the play, they looked it over, the guy on the field said that it wasn't pass interference or holding, and he, they didn't want to change So every, every coach who challenges it is a tool, right? You can't use, like, one of your, like, timeouts and reviews, like, fourth quarter. Well, well, right? well no, no, no. It, it, two minutes, below two minutes. Below two minutes, everything well, goes no, in mean- well, right. I'm just saying that, like, what are you training your coaches to use the flags on? Well, like, well, well, that's that's the thing. It's like everything's so subjective now. Nobody has any clue what <laughs> to throw the flag on anymore. Yeah, it, it's it's because the rules are changing so drastically so quickly. Nobody knows what to throw the flag on, and and each and, and the thing is, each crew is so different too because all these rules are subjective. So, yeah. me seeing uh, me watching a guy with like hand fighting with somebody, it, like that to me is not past their appearance. But another crew seeing a, a wide receiver hand fighting with a, a defensive back sees that as holding or sees that as past their appearance on the field. So, it's yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, 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 the there's all kinds of calls like this. Yeah, like yes, yeah. there was there was a Matt Burita like fumble catch, no intercept or no. No, that that wasn't a fumble. I I, to- fumble. I totally agree with what they ruled on, but like another yeah, set of referees could have been like, oh yeah, yeah, he's, he's down and he has the ball. Like, oh yeah, I, mean, I totally I totally agree with you there. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, uh, you know, with baseball it's like fair or foul, you can see that, but like with yeah. you know football, pass interference, holding, like. Uh, that the the one penalty where the offensive line guys like running up the field. God, that so, like, was bull- right. Shit. So that that's like ball down line. So like you, dude, you got a break tra- on the other end, but yeah, it's like 
no one could hear in the stadium. So, like, you're telling yeah. this guy's like, you have a 120 run. decibel stadium, and you expect him to hear a whistle from 20 yards down the field? It's yeah. like, are you kidding me? When you're going to call a 15 yard flag when he barely even touched the guy? It's like, give me a break. He didn't even knock the guy down. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, the game could have been over right there, and so we don't have any of the any of the yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. That's the way I look at it. Was tip or tat? Yeah, uh, it's ball don't lie. Yeah, like you got yeah, yeah, that PI yeah, play yeah, should have been PI, but, yeah, but someone decided back in New York that it wasn't because they thought they got robbed in the first series. So yeah, that's <laughs> true. I mean, because because if you have that play where it's now a third and four as opposed to third and nineteen. Oh yeah, and, and they they weren't being stopped. They were, like, yeah, running down exactly. the field on every possession. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? We're going to hit Kittle on an eight-yard drag, or we're going to hit or we're gonna hit yeah. Moster out of the backfield for, Seattle for had, 10 yards. Seattle had stopped playing yeah. defense. Yeah, it was yeah, insane. Exactly. That game was over. So, basically, you had a referee step in and be like, oh, yeah, he's 20 yards down the field, and he kind of half-asses into a D-back. Oh, we're going to call 15 yards on that to keep this game going. So... <laughs> You think these guys are devious like that? I think they're just not not able to. to oh, I, 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 um, so I, I, uh, umpired baseball for a really long time, and so like you kind of see the biases that happen in your strike zone when like a coach is ragging you for like the whole the whole game. You end up like slightly opening up or like maybe bite off like a little bit on like a close pitch. So it, it works. I think like there is like. Like if you're in Seattle and it's loud and the crowd's gonna like boo you or whatever, like you might oh, not yeah. make that call. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You're human. It, it, they're not. There's not like a. Yeah, they're not robots. Yeah. The, the, there's human error. Like if you you know you don't make that call. Well, I mean, you, yeah, I I don't think it's true anymore. But like the last time I I saw like so like baseball and football like the home field advantage is like fifty four like fifty three percent or something. But in basketball, it's like. 70 it was like 70 or something yeah. and because it's like re- yeah because really like the home the home team always gets like the the foul call so like that's mm-hmm. where like the the numbers skew but yeah like there's definitely human error with officiating Base, and, baseball uh, home field bands almost non-existent football is slight and then basketball is ridiculous it's like 75 percent or something it's something yeah. absurd I didn't want to say like a wrong. I thought it was like seventy four was the last time I. Yeah, saw yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a really absurd home field advantage in basketball, and that's I can almost guarantee it's because of officiating. Because it's all people, the because the referees don't want to get absolutely torn to shreds for making a <laughs> no, bad it's call. A, it's just like when, like maybe I saw a foul. But, like, I didn't get, like, the reassurance from, like, the fans. Like, oh, that was a foul? I'm going to call the foul. Like, yeah. it's just, like, a, a little, I don't know. No, referees yeah. play a big part of the game. I, I, I mean, if we had a completely objective system where we had robots, uh, it would definitely change the way games are played. For sure. Without a doubt. I think the strike zone has got to be referees. Oh, that has to be gone. That's, we have the answer already. Everyone, Why don't we just – We can all see it on TV. You have to show it to – you have to make it – the way the game is refereed. Yeah. There was a HBO um, sports episode. Eric Burns, like, did one of the Stompers games as a robo-ump. And there was, like, it was it was negligible, the difference, like, between, like, 
a live umpire like saying ball and strike versus like Eric Burns being told, oh, that was a strike. Say strike. He says strike. Like, yeah. it's not really? something you, you're losing. Yeah, it was like less than a second difference. So I mean, they should just. A robo strike zone. Robo yeah, robo strike zone. Yeah. And I would be fair with that because sometimes you, you just see strike zone and it's outrageous. Don't forget, it's like, well, yeah. every game has like a different strike zone. That's like not yeah, a great exactly. part of the game. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. If you watch the Giants know, game, Kruko will dream. always, yeah, Kruko will have like a, a a book on like the the umpire likes the high strike. Why is there a book on an umpire? Yeah, but every player knows that, Ben. Yeah, exactly. No, Kurt Schilling was talking about this. I read the doc on, I mean, I watched the doc on Kurt Schilling. And he, he said that he had every start, like, tallied and which crew was going to be watching his start. Like, and he knew which, which where he needed to pitch based on yeah. where, mm-hmm. like, who was umping that game, who, which, which staff was going to be there that week. And, yeah, and so that's terrible. Like, American taxpayers out of tens of millions of dollars. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, well, the thing is, his his studio created one of the greatest games that nobody ever played. No, that doesn't make it a very good game. Yeah, uh, Amalur: The Reckoning is one of the best games that never nobody's ever played. I, I beat that game, but it was it was <laughs> a great game. It was a fucking great game. It's a fantastic game. And whatever your day job is, it doesn't matter. When you die on your headstone, it's just gonna say American Consumer. <laughs> like, well, I bought it. I bought it for ten bucks, and it was fantastic. Game. You paid for it. It was. It was basically free. Ten bucks. Yeah, you know, well, it started out as fifty-five. It started out as fifty-five dollar game. I bought it for ten bucks back in like two thousand twelve. Wow. So the Seahawks are two and a half point favorites at the Eagles here. This is wrong. This is not fair. I, I think these are two equal teams in the home team game. Being equal, teams? equal teams? Wow. I think so, yeah. They were, Did you know this, know. You know, this is Carson Wentz's first playoff start, which is, like, kind of fascinating. Never yeah. won a playoff the Seahawks game. were never beaten the Seattle Seahawks. Hey, Seahawks <laughs> suck at in the way from being, <laughs> getting a feet on the road. Yeah, yeah, I'm the Seahawks all the way here. <laughs> no doubt about it in my mind. I'm the Seahawks all the way in this game. Take the better quarterback and the better coach. Wentz was the MVP, like, more recently than uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's, like, going to maybe be the MVP of the – well, not not the league, but is there an NFC MVP? Yeah, well, he's a better quarterback. He's had a great season. He's a great player. He's had a great year, but – He's I mean, been a one-man army, though. That team yeah, is I, in terrible shape, yeah, just same. as bad as the Eagles. And but from what is, I saw of the Seahawks defense, I I think this is perfectly fine for the Eagles. And I just think it's wrong that a home team gets dogged. I think they've looked bad. They are bad. Philadelphia has played really well over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I will give them that. The Eagles are a plus 31 team. The Seahawks – we, actually, would you like to care to guess the Seahawks' point differential? The Eagles are. Uh, I, 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 I think I, I they're even. I would say they're I, close. I think, to I think the Seahawks are fifty. 
plus fifty. Plus They're 50. not very high. They're not very high. Yeah, I mean, Be- they're at eleven and five. Yeah, I, I guess like practically even. Okay, Roy. Uh, they're plus fifteen. Wow, so even less. And in fact, it is. Wow, e- so- in fact, it is even less, and it's a lot less. It's seven. Whoa! The Seahawks have only outscored their opponents by seven points this season. Yeah, Jesus. They've been like I think they were like the twenty fifth worst defense this year. Here are some other teams. Damn, I I didn't realize it was that bad. They just find ways to win, man. God, yeah, they do. They should have won that game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. They just it's just the Niners. The the Niners saw the play that was being written up. And Drake Greenlaw read it like a book, and he stopped them. That was it at the end yeah. of the day. Very close it. to being. Yeah, it's very close. I mean, literally three inches the other way, and the Niners lose that game. So, it, they just find ways. They just find ways to win. They're, they're, they're. I don't like them to win the Super Bowl just because they're so Russell dependent. But the fact is, I think they should win this game. Like, I don't think it'll be by very much. But I do think they'll win this game. Army, so question for you, if you're uh, anti-Seahawks here. So what do you think the line is if it was Niners at Philly instead of Seattle? Six. I think, hmm, if they score that touchdown, the Niners are at this game. Yeah, yeah but sure. my point is, is that like you're so – I would say seven. Seattle, I would think seven. Seven point favorites if it's yeah. Niners. Yeah. So Seattle's played them tough – two games they should have probably won both games you know so they're equally in my mind i don't think seattle should have won both games the first game kittle was out and they won on a walk-off field goal and and the niners had and the niners had five turnovers i feel like the yeah like i I think the niners like proved that they were the better team that game they had they had their kicker he he buffed uh, a 42 yarder he just I think you can make part of your team, man. For any, you can rattle off excuses as who should have won or not, but Seattle played them tough twice. He did. They did. Yeah. And they go to Philly. I don't know. I think yeah, that's, I, I that, that's like a matchup difference. Those, I think those are fair points. I think the Niners are a lot better than the Seahawks. The Niners differential, 169. Yeah, yeah. slightly better. Here's some slightly other better, teams. boys. Here are some other teams that have not better differentials Seattle. than the Seahawks. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Los Angeles Rams. I I think one of the like bigger things is that like um, the Niners like almost beat the Ravens at home like four weeks ago. Yeah, this is like the they have claimed they are capable. They're the one seed for a reason. Yeah, I don't think Seattle. They beat the Saints on the road in a shootout. Almost scored a hundred points between them. Like. Yeah, that, it's very impressive, and the Saints have been absolutely killing people since. They, they when they beat the uh, they beat the Panthers by thirty last week. That doesn't matter. Like, well, I, but but the week before that, they were killing people. Uh, the last the last four weeks since they lost to the Niners, they absolutely destroyed teams. It wasn't even uh, close. You're on the Seahawks. Roy's on the Seahawks, and Army's on the Eagles. Just on principle. Home team giving points. I'm on the Eagles. Team. <laughs> I'm with you. Eagles are hot. They've won four straight. Eagle and the Seahawks have lost two in a row. 
Eagles have Eagles beaten. Eagles have a better point differential than the Seahawks. Eagles are at home, which we've talked about. They beat the Cowboys. That's Let's the America's team. Let's look at this four-game win streak. Yeah, they, they beat the Giants. They beat, like, Cowboys. had a plus-113 differential and didn't make the playoffs. Because yeah. Wow. They're they're the best team to know. I think they were the top. They were a top three team to be to have, in terms of point differential to not make the playoffs. It was like the nineteen eighty nine Bengals and one other team in front of them. But yeah, the Cowboys differential is ridiculous and not making the playoffs. The Cowboys scored. Well, they were pub stompers. They, they when they played the Redskins, they beat them by thirty points. And when they played good teams, they lost by a field goal. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's true. They would just, yeah, mismanage or, like, not be good enough to beat the good team. Yeah, bad coach. Well, let's talk about these Saturday games. These Saturday games are going to be pretty clean. I, I have a feeling. I, I, I really like both Saturday games. I like the Bills versus the Texans. I mean, you're Bills fan. I, I'm really fired up about this Bills Texan game. And, um, <laughs> I, I think I think it's gonna be a good watch. I don't think you the Bills are gonna win. <laughs> I think I think it's gonna be a good game though, because you don't know which team you're gonna get. Like, are you? I do. Get the, oh, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm are getting two get six seeds. <laughs> uh, oh. Are you gonna get the te- the Texans that just got their asses kicked by the Titans, or are you gonna get the one that beat the Patriots? I'm so, getting the team that's about to just go get smacked in their next game. It doesn't matter. These teams are not good. Not good. Not good enough to watch. I gave you the Bills all year, Tim. They were better than they were better than the rest of the league. But among this pool, they are right there with the Texans as, and the Eagles <laughs> as teams that are not not they're not really here. They're no, no, no. They got entry to the club, but they're they're not. I agree. They're not going. They're even if, even if the Bills win this game, I don't think they're going anywhere. They bought tickets like, for Skrillex, but they're not getting through that line. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Are you on the Texans yeah. here? I don't care. These aren't. This is a consolation game. Bills are gonna smash. Boy, hit us up with this. I like the Bills it. here. I, I'll be honest. I like the Bills here. I think they're gonna win this week, and I think they're gonna lose next week. I'll be honest. That's fair. I agree with that. Sure. Because it doesn't matter who the Bills beat this week. They have to play the Ravens next week. <laughs> That's what happens. All like, right. Two good so we, we, we pressed this question last week uh, about a couple of the coaches. If Bill O'Brien loses again, he's, he still gets a job, right? He, he still has the I mean, he's made, he's made the playoffs three out of the four not. years he's been there. I hope not. I mean. There is like a, a some uh, recent information. There's a J.J. Watt might play this week. Or is playing this week? No way. I think Dude, that's he tore. True. He tore. Uh, what did he tear? He tore like a. It was his pack, right? Same with the Quan Alexander. Oh yeah, Quan Alexander was talking about coming back from that too. Jay Watt practices in full. That's like they're crazy. What? Yeah. So that's a little different. Some some well, but, factor. But here's but here's the other side of that. Will Fuller is a long shot to play. Mm, okay, that hurts their offense for sure. Because they, now they can double up on um, on Hopkins. And, and, and the thing is, the Bills do have a really good defensive backfield. 
They really do. And I don't know. I, th- I think this is like a very low-scoring game here in my yeah, mind. It's going to be. I, I agree. And it's going to be outdoors. Uh, no, it's going to be indoors. It's going to be indoors. Uh, I, I, don't th- I don't think the Texans are going to be scoring a lot of points in this game. I'll be honest with you. Their run, their run game. Well, the Bills won't. Game. We all, we already know the Bills won't. Yeah, be I, well, the thing is, the Bills have to keep it close because the Bills won't be scoring very many points. So you you know it's going to be probably twenty four. This reminds 20. me of the like uh, the Bills win like a, a year or two ago where they won like nine to seven or something in Buffalo yeah. with Tyrod well, Taylor. I, or something. I I, th- I think there's going to be more points than that. It's going to be like twenty four twenty. It's just, the Bills' offense is terrible. Terrible. It's just not good. I agree with you. It's just not yeah. good. Their defense is good. Texans here. But their defense is very good. Their defense is very good, but their offense is ooh, mediocre at best. All right. No one's watching that game. Okay. On to Wes's, uh, you know, hometown team, the New England Patriots. They are somehow uh, favored, Five point favorite against uh, Joe Montana Reborn. Uh, <laughs> Dude, Ryan Tana thrill. He's a god. Dude, uh, he's a god tier. He's number. He, he's he's number one in every every stat. Started. Dude, he's number one in every stat. No joke. It's crazy. Tana they thrill. have like they have some good weapons on that team. Dude, dude, so. AJ Brown is a beast. Brown. AJ Brown um, is so good. Derrick Henry is a fucking stud. Oh, a monster. It's, yeah. 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 It's nice having somebody who's like 6'5", 230 pounds and runs a 4'4 in your backfield. Like, <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. There hasn't been a lot to like about the past the last couple of weeks. And no, them losing really. outright with a chance to get a bye against, like, they, they were negative. Like, yeah, they were minus 1,600 versus the Dolphins, and they lost. Ugh. I don't know. I I still I still think it's like the symptom of like a good defense that is out on the field for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. And Brady doesn't look the same out there. I, I'm sorry. He, I saw him throw. We have no uh, yeah, players. I, 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 don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't blame. I, I I said this last time on the podcast. I do not blame Brady. He has nothing out there. He has Edelman, but Edelman is getting double teamed by the safety and a cornerback on every single play. And, yeah. and the fact is, is that other than that, he has nothing. And, and so, does he have enough to score enough points against a good offense like the Titans? The Titans have a really good offense as it is right now. I, I think the Patriots can slow them down. But the thing is, if the Patriots can't even put any possessions together enough to slow the Titans down a little bit, I definitely yeah. think the Titans can win this game. I, 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 I it's so uh, upsetting because, like, you love Brady as a quarterback because just, like, observing him, it's like, oh, I'm not going to risk it and just throw it into coverage, like, a la Winston or something. But, he doesn't like, do that. He but he can't, he can't quarterback, like, you know, just, like, manage this team anymore. Their, their personnel is terrible. Terrible. It was awful. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just, I like, years, years of, like, attrition on their offensive line, like, losing all their, like, pro bowlers and everything, plus, you know, never having name brand, like, receivers or running backs, it's come back to bite them when their 44-year-old quarterback can't do it by himself. Yeah, I, I, What's your rebuttal? 
rebuttal is until uh, the Patriots lose a playoff game. Like I, I can't bet against them here. It's just, it's like it's one of those spots where if you bet against them, and Patriots smash, you're like, of course, waiting Belichick in the playoffs. This is a revenge game. For, you know, for, for last year, at least years. There's all these storylines, and it's like I, I feel more of an idiot not betting the Patriots than if I did. And Brady showed his age, and they looked slow, no offense. And then it's like, okay, the facts are you know, realized. Our worst fears are here, and this is the end of an era. I feel better losing that way than betting against him and then rolling. And it's like, that's the only reason why. It's not a strong play because of how bad they've looked, but it's I can't go against history. Sure, sure. I don't, I don't doubt that the Pats can't win this game. Five is wrong. If they said three, okay. Yeah, they just get the benefit of the doubt of being like the best team of the decade of the last whatever twenty years, basically. Mm. It's under a touchdown. I'm 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 taking it. Okay, I'm laying it, laying it. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I've I'll, not been I'll, a big fan. I'll. Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Titans in the five. Uh, I'm gonna take the points. I don't think I think the Titans can win this game, but I don't think they will win. But I will take the points. Tighten up. Of all the things I've seen of the Titans in the last four or five weeks, and the things I've seen of the Pats, I think this is largely overestimated here. Without so, the nameplates, yeah, so it's it's not even close. Yeah, I, I mean the the Dolphins just pretty much dominated a game against the Patriots at home. They got burned by Fitzpatrick again. Uh, and Devontae Adams like a, absolutely like scorched Steph, Stephon Gilmore. I mean, he absolutely killed him. Yeah, you know, how many how many yards did Devontae Adams have? He had like one thirty. Yeah, Devontae Parker. Yeah, like it uh, was, it was unacceptable. Probably like lost like Gilmore is like defensive player of the year award, <laughs> losing to like a one man team. <laughs> I, I it's really a nameplate check. Because like also, if you didn't know the teams the last four also, weeks, one team is going one way and the other is going. Uh, but yeah, there could be intimidation factors. Like oh, we're facing. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're facing. No, I, I agree with you. Uh, but the thing is, like the last four weeks, the Patriots have played like crap. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, they're going really. They've been. They got absolutely. I won't say dom- they didn't get dominated by the Chiefs. There were some bad calls in that game, and it could have gone either way. But the fact is, is that they lost to the Chiefs at home. They hadn't lost at home in a year, in over a year, and it was to the Chiefs. That one year it was that the year that Alex Smith went off for like six TDs on opening night. That was the last loss that they had at home. And then they lose the Dolphins. Hold against the Patriots game. They almost won. They should have won. The the refs took took that fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, I I agree. I agree. That that game was close. But the fact is that the Patriots offense looked very poor. And and the Chiefs defense is not exactly staunch. They've stepped up. They have stepped up. The Chiefs are good. They are a good team. They are a good team. But the, the thing is, is that their defense not world, exactly world beaters. Why does losing to the two seed make you a bad team? <laughs> like they're okay. So obviously they're the two seed I'm, now. I'm because... going to defend the Patriots, and then I'm going to pick the Titans. But I want to defend the Patriots because I don't think that all of this is really that fair. Like you're saying, turn off the nameplates, and it's not even close. 
This is a 12 and Oh, I did not say no, that. No, I said, said Yeah, I th- well, all right. But they were 9 and 0 to start the year or 8 and 0. So like a lot of the wins were built up in a different part of the year. They still have the quarterback who did that. They still have the coach who did that. And I think as we've seen in the NFL for the last 15 years, the most important person on the field any day is uh, in a playoff game is the coach. And if they have the best coach, that counts for something. I agree with you. Well, but like Belichick, Belichick is the defensive coach, and I feel like the de- defense has been doing just fine. It's the offense that has been dog shit for weeks. Because like the defense constantly gives them like great field position. They just aren't able to move anywhere, and they just give it right back. I think the defense, like the defense at the start of the, the first half of the year, was the number one defense in the league. Probably ended like top four. Their offense has been bad compared to their old offense and compared to the offense they had six weeks ago. But their offense isn't bad. They lost by a touchdown to the Chiefs. Close game. Fine. They scored 34 against Cincy. That's that's enough. You're supposed to score that against them. And they scored 24 against Buffalo, which is we've just heard is a good is one of the top defenses. They yeah they. Well, that, there was like a pick six in that game. I I I feel like there's. I guess we're just not going to change positions. I, 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 the, I think the big factor here is turnover. Brady has had his, his worst passer rating since like 2013 yeah. or something like that. Just like, passer rating. Didn't we spend most of this year like making fun of passer rating? Passer rating is good. Jameis Winston on the pass, they win the Super Bowl. Pass oh, I don't know about that. God. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Are your um, five best quarters, quarterbacks, Tannehill, Breeze, Jackson, Cousins, and Wilson. Then it's followed by Stafford. <laughs> well, Stafford six leaders. played like six weeks or something. Those are the eight games. Those are the six leaders in passer rating this year. Yeah. yeah. Two of them are really good. Three of them are really good. Three of them are not. Hall of Famers. All of them. <laughs> all of them. Hall of Famers. Uh, but yeah, I'm picking the Titans because the number is wrong. It's it's too it's too big a number. Yeah, what number do you say it is? Three. I think it's three, and I may not have hated it if it was three and a half. But five seems like a lot of. It's it's, it's three and a half. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of pump for a team that hasn't played well for. You just like, look at the their the on the season. I think it's maybe it's five. But you have to take away something for how bad the Pats have looked compared to their best. But I think that's what's being forgotten by people who are sort of – by you is that, like, just because they haven't played their best in the last four weeks does not mean that they don't still have better than what they showed. I think they have better than what they showed. I think this – they could they lost the, They lost the Dolphins last week. To, all, to, to get a bye, they had to beat the Dolphins. The last and drive, they, if the last drive doesn't happen, you're probably not saying – you know what else are you gonna make fun of them for in that game? Like, if they won the game, that's all that matters. So, it's yeah, they they tripped up and lost the game. But the Titans, they, have- but they were also it was it wasn't like the last play of the game. It was like back and forth, like who would keep the lead? Yeah, they lost. Yeah, the Dolphins had the lead, and then they 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 lost it. But then they ran down the field and regained it. It wasn't like. They lucked out into that touchdown. Sure. They ran down the field. Hey, I'm it was like, losing to the Dolphins is pathetic. You know what else is losing is pathetic? Losing to the Jaguars. Losing to the Bills. Losing to the Broncos. Losing to the Panthers. 
Losing to the Texans. Those aren't good either. And those are all teams the Titans have lost to. Yeah, so, but that was with Mariota. Perfect team. They have played well recently. But I don't think this is a team that is favored against the best Everything you just said was Mariota stats. That's true. That's also true. I'm pretty sure, yeah, like, like, the Titans were one in five. The Titans were one in five until Tannehill came in. Those games count. Yeah, but they were they are not the same team. AJ Brown is not was not the same player with Mariota. Mariota is absolute trash. The Titans, have, the Titans are two and two in their last four weeks as well. So I don't think this is a team that goes into home favorite home teams and is like a favorite by any means. They're nine and seven. You want to favor a nine and seven team on a neutral field against a twelve and four team with the best quarterback and the best coach in history? How's it look the best quarterback? <laughs> Dude, look at fucking Peyton. You say it like that. You just look at, at like, oh, his nameplate, he's a god, and then he loses the Super Bowl by 50 points. Like, that's what you, you can He also won reassess. a Super Bowl in a broken state. You can reassess per week. Brady this year is not Manning in his last year. Manning was much worse. Manning's last year won a Super Bowl. Exactly. So there you go. <laughs> This is Brady's last year. This is Brady's last year. This kid, lady. This is not. It's yeah. It's probably too high, but I think it's. I think it's like four. Okay, I think we should move on to uh, the rematch. I guess the Viking Saints. Mm. And I, I guess we had a, a little discussion earlier in the week. We held off for the podcast. Saints are eight point favorites at home against uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, luckily it's a a morning game, so the, the big lights aren't as bright, but, uh, what do you think, Tim? Is this guy uh, still a piece of shit quarterback? (laughs) He is still a piece of shit quarterback. Anybody who watched that Packers game knows he's a piece of shit quarterback. He is not good against good teams. I'm sorry. The the ruling is out. This guy is absolute dog shit against good teams. And I, I I don't think that the Saints will win by eight. I think it was more likely they win by six. So I'm going to say the Vikings, but I think the Vikings are still going to lose. Hmm. Why? The isn't Vikings? there like – I think uh, – isn't Dalvin Cook like a – Questionable guy? Nope. Yeah, he's 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 questionable. I, I just googled him. He said he's full strength. Refresh will be full, full strength. Okay, uh, as full strength as a guy who just missed week seventeen. <laughs> guy coming off an injury is yeah. Okay, he's as full strength as a guy coming off week seventeen injury is. No, he missed uh, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been injured the last couple weeks, so. Uh, so I, I know he's going to play, but we don't know how effective he's going to be because he's going to be playing hurt. Um, he's he's going to be our horse, and Thielen's going to be playing hurt too. He's been dealing with hamstring issues then to basically the entire year. Uh, Diggs has got to be the horse in this game, and he's been dinged up too. So I I don't really like the Vikings offense to score a lot of points in this game. Unless Cook, you know, comes back off injury and is just an absolute monster and he rushes for 180 yards. Like, if he does that, I think I think the Vikings can win this game. But unless he does, if 
Breeze has too many possessions where he can score, he will score against that defense, especially at home. Yeah, I don't um, I don't doubt the Saints will be able to score. Michael Thomas looks unstoppable. Breeze yeah. is very comfortable at home. Um, but if Dalvin Cook is back, this the, the Yankees offense runs through him, and everything mm-hmm. is predicated off him being on the field. He was, when he was playing, I think, the best running back in the game for many, many weeks. He's a beast. And if he's healthy and playing, he that, that changes a lot of this team's composition and how they run an offense. And even an unhealthier, questionable uh, Thielen is still better than a third or fourth stringer that they're running out. Um, it just puts more weight off Kirk Cousins' shoulders, and that's only good. Uh, it's, it's way too many points. But if, if Cook is back, um, I, I like this out of here. Wow, throwing his money over to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I think it's six that this number should be, and it's eight right now. I like the Vikings in this game in, in terms of points. I, I think the Vikings are still going to lose. Sorry. I don't know. I <clears throat> I think eight is too high. It's too high. It should be seven. I think the Saints are a better team by far, in my mind. The Vikings have not beaten a good team. No, and not. they can beat the Packers, can, you, and the Packers are okay at best. I'm sorry. They're a two they, seed. Two seed. <laughs> the, the, the Packers. The Packers never lead against the Lions the entire year. They they won their games on last second field goals against the Lions. And no one else in the league except for the 49ers was able to do better than that. I'm sorry. Any team that can barely beat the Lions twice is not a world beater to me. Sorry. Vikings beat the Lions by 12 and 13. Yeah, exactly. I uh, First of all, I want to thank Army for taking over as host. I've been waiting for years for this. <laughs> Yay. Not a problem, champ. I like that it happened organically and we just... Hit the bench. <laughs> Hit the bench. Grab some pine, me. I have, <laughs> always, I have always wanted to be the pundit, not the host. So thank you for that. And okay. my opinion on this game, now that the shackles of hosting are off. <laughs> I, yes, that was the thing I was sitting on the whole time on me was that they have the best team that they've beaten this year is the Eagles. Only playoff team that they've beaten on the Viking side. It's Kirk Cousins. I don't like him. I don't like the fact that you haven't been a good team. I don't like teams that are run first teams in the playoffs in general because games that go – High scoring, you cannot run your way back into those games. We've seen the, – the closest we've seen players try to do that is, like, peak Adrian Peterson. Even he couldn't do it. And so, I don't like anything about the Vikings in this spot. I don't like the Saints as a team. Like, they are one of the – obviously one of the, the prohibitive favorites here. I think they're a paper tiger. I think they're, they're a step worse than most of the elite contenders. I think they're definitely worse than the Niners. They're definitely worse than the Ravens. I think they're more like the Chiefs and the Patriots – than they are the Niners and the Ravens. And I will be betting against them next week, probably. But this week, <laughs> I'll take the, I'll pay the premium, take the Saints, because the Vikings have not beaten anyone and are probably just a somewhat cooler version of the Falcons. Well, it's funny you say that, 
that the teams that you think that they're behind, a la Niners and Ravens, what do they do best? They run the football effectively. They have a very good run game. Ravens are the best running team in football. If Dalvin the Niners are also like the best passing team. <laughs> well, because Number they run two. the ball so well. I, I mean, I, I think maybe – Maybe those teams should be dead in the playoffs too. We'll have to get to it each week. The power of a good run game. I don't think it's well, – Having a good run game, what it allows you to do is control the clock. And it allows you to control possessions. And it turns a five-play drive into a 19-play drive. Has a running Which, won a Super Bowl since, like, the Marshawn Lynch Seahawks? Well, that was relatively recently. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, six years ago. So. That was six years ago, yeah. Hmm. Probably, yeah. like... The Ravens with Jamal Lewis. Oh, was that 20 years ago? <laughs> Basically, yeah, that would have been about 20 years ago. It just doesn't happen that often because teams can game plan for the run. No, yeah, that, that, that's like what I was going to use to bolster your argument is that, like, for sure, Cousins is going to throw 40 times this game. It doesn't matter well, I, what, I agree what the with state you, of the game the thing is. That's, you that's have just how to they be, game yeah, plan. You it's have to be able to run effectively, though. It's got, not that you, you need to, to be away. able to run. You, ha- you you can't just be a one-trick pony. You can't just throw the ball 50 times a game. I think, I think you have to throw to run in the league now. If you can't prove you can throw, then no one will let you run. That was, that's what the, the Niners did against uh, the Seahawks, right? The, the play-by-play guy called it out uh, perfectly with that, like, oh, if Marshawn Lynch is in the game, he's not going to be out on passing pattern. That's what I yeah, that's So, true. like, so you can just stack the running. box in a run. So like yeah, he's, you know, until he's you can prove you can pass. you can uh, you pass until you can prove you can pass you, you can't really run that well if that's what your mo is versus a good defense. And the playoffs are about third down conversions, and you're not going to be doing you know you, you're going to have to throw. So there's some balance. Really it's great to have a good running back, but you have to. I would much rather have a quarterback who could convert third downs. I think the Vikings are really good at that, though. What? I think the Vikings are really good at that, actually, at their round conversions. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the playoffs when teams are really preparing for them. Mm. I mean, they haven't be- they haven't done it against any good teams. That that's not great. But it's I think we're all we're we're you know we're splitting hairs here. I think just talking about different things we like and don't like. About the team. All right. Anything good on futures? I know the Pats are like uh, in a good spot if you want to reload, Wes. <laughs> Thank God I bet on the Ravens. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. The the Chiefs are also in a good spot. Um. Where I, I thought they were like toast, like pretty much like third quarter of the year. I, I I wasn't really excited about anything they were doing. Um. But they're back to being like someone that I I think is a threat against pretty much all the teams. I th- I think they could play well against the Ravens. Would they be better than a f- plus four hundred? At no, yeah, I don't know because yeah. I, I their defense is still trash. But I, I think Hartman has to still beat the NFC winner. I don't. I think that's too thin. Yeah, it's not. It's not enough. But they do have the buy. That's where they get that that uh, like strange number. It doesn't seem right, but the buy guarantees you know another round. Yeah, but yeah, I just I can't see that if you just 
bet them every week and rolled it over for them to win their first game, to beat the Ravens at the Ravens, and then to beat the NFC Championship. I, I feel like you'd be better than plus 400. Yeah, for sure. Because they'll be – I mean, this is assuming the Ravens go. They'll be plus 200 dogs, right? At least. Yeah. I think they would probably be like six-point underdogs at Baltimore. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah, even a touchdown, probably in the like 250 range. Ravens are like a historically good team by the numbers. Yeah, the Ravens always play well in the playoffs. Uh, They've they've also crushed the Patriots in the playoffs too. This year, their combination offense-defense is actually ridiculous. 531 points scored. Yeah, great team. Yeah. They're a very good team. They're they're by far the best team in the a- AFC right now. I think they're – yeah, yeah, okay. I, I mean, think they're close. I mean, like, the Niners could have easily won that game they in my mind. They, they were driving to win that game, and there was a bad play call at the end I, of the I game. I think those were the best teams for sure. Oh, yeah. I think that was, the difference was a bad play call on fourth and two. That was the difference in that game was a bad play call. So, now, yeah, the, like – the the narrative changes like say the Niners win that game it you're like oh the Ravens haven't actually beat like a good team or whatever kind of yeah. like story you yeah, could write you could say that too yeah for sure well they did beat the Patriots the Ravens have beaten good teams yeah, yeah they they beat the Patriots yeah <laughs> they they beat them by forty points the game was over but the Patriots aren't a good team so they beat the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> they did beat the Seahawks. They beat the Seahawks Bells. at home on the road too. At fourteen and two, we don't need to defend their resume. They're a historically yeah. good team. Yeah, <laughs> they suck. So okay, how about <laughs> let's, let's look at this If those are the two best teams, the Niners and the Ravens, how many of the other teams can win? Can win realistically? Uh, yeah, can realistically win. Okay, I, the, I think I think the Saints Chiefs. Saints, are good. And Saints, Saints, Chiefs, Saints and Chiefs have historically good offenses, so they can definitely put up points. They're always in it. They're always in it. I agree. And so all you need is a mistake by the other team's offense, and they can beat you. <laughs> I'm never going to quit Aaron Rodgers. I think he always will have a chance. The ball in his hands. Dude, I, I'm sorry. He's played so poorly over the last couple of weeks. I've lost a little bit of faith in him in the last couple of weeks, man. He he's throwing below sixty percent right now over the last five weeks. It's not good, but pedigree alone. Where's the Brady pedigree? I just feel bad well, they have for a these great guys. They have I a feel great bad for Brady and Rodgers. It's just their their personnel around them is bad currently, like really oh, uh, bad. And it's not it's not just like name brand like receivers or anything. Like their offensive lines are trash. So like I'm not gonna disagree with that. Much. But but last week uh, I was watching I was watching the Lions Packers game. Aaron Rodgers missed a lot of throws that he just normally doesn't miss. Like he had a wide open yeah. receiver. He th- yep. overthrew him by twenty yards. It's like Aaron what Rodgers is that? Lost in passer rating. I was, I was like, man, I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Like, but he doesn't throw picks. He doesn't throw. Yeah, he, yeah, he he's, in, he's in the Brady. Like, I know what I can do, and doesn't. He just has no to throw to. Yeah. So yeah, he holds on to it for longer than looks right. But it's like if he had done a Winston choice, oh, it'd be, it, would, it would be a fifty-fifty. 
I, th- yeah. I think if the, if the Packers face a really good defense in the playoffs, it's over for them. They have to have because a good game from Aaron Jones. They it's do. Not, they, they and then need. they're screwed. Then they're screwed. Yeah. They're, they need an Aaron Jones who has at least 85 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. At least. So they probably have the slimmest margin of error. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I think the Pats have the slimmest margin. <laughs> no. The best coach, best, uh, best quarterback. That's our... the, 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 the reason why I don't think so is because the, the Patriots' defense is a lot better than the Packers' defense. But the Patriots the, have to the... win another game. Yeah, that's also true. Packers. Yeah, that's also true. yeah but right. they get a bye this week, so it's fine. <laughs> I thought we just talked about it not being really much of a bye. I don't Titan, know. Titans? Titans? Oh, we just talked about how the Titans are gods. <laughs> no, we did not. Peter we did not. Montana I didn't Hill. say that. Uh, Montana Hill. Montana Hill. <laughs> Tana Thrill. Tana Thrill's going to come in, come in, throw them 450-yard bombs. Blow the doors off the Patriots. Yeah. It's going to be hard, yeah, when you've got both freaking Joe Montana and I don't even know who, like, Jerome Bettis, like, all on the same team coming into, coming into Foxborough. No, but the thing is, I don't think the Patriots can estimate underestimate the amount of weapons that that offense has though yeah true. because aj brown is a beast and he's going to be a beast in the league as long as he stays healthy if he stays healthy he's going to be really good in the league for the next five to ten years yeah i have no interest in betting this game because i think this is an any outcome game if they if the titans came in and derrick henry ran for an 80 yard touchdown on the first play and they beat them by 40 i wouldn't be shocked yeah, Derek. I wouldn't be Derek, shocked if the Pats showed up, scored fifty, and went into the next game against the Chiefs, and uh, favored. <laughs> were favored in, the, in that game. Yeah, yeah. If Derek, if Derek Henry puts up one hundred and fifty and two TDs, like there, there's no way the Patriots are winning this game. It's and a game and that's you a can definitely that's sprinkle a, that's a, the Titans money line. I think that, and, and that's Live. definitely a possibility. Like, let's be. Derek Henry is an absolute monster. Sure, he could be some them, or he could get completely shut down. Yeah, exactly. He could get completely shut down. Look, do you remember what they did last year in the, going into the playoffs? They were not yeah. like some overwhelming favorite. They had yeah, a lot of weaknesses, and people really thought the Chiefs were going to be handed to them in, in some cases. They yeah. said, "Oh, our defense sucks. No, we're going to shut down. We're going to shut out this team for half." They did that twice. No, I, I think that's. I think there's um, – I mean, if I was a Minnesota fan, I would be betting Minnesota. Because if they win this week, they – I mean, they surpass, like, a top three power-ranked team. So, like, that means that they're a top three team at 40 to 1. That's fucking insane. That's good money. Yeah, that's good that, money. Yeah. I, I, I bet 100 better health cooking feeling. To make that bet, though, uh, yeah, that's tough. I, I don't like. You that. need, yeah, you, but yeah. like the Super Bowl isn't for like a month and a half, so like all those guys are healthy by the time that comes. The the thing but is, be out of it. The thing well, is, that you're getting Vikings, forty to one. The true. Raiders to start the year were like a hundred to one. <laughs> like you're to play like half the price. Yeah, this is the win three road games though, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah, indoors. But- Three road games and the Super Bowl. San Francisco or, yeah, I guess Seattle. It's too, it's too many games for yeah. Kirk Cousins to win yeah, that's what, four games that's in a row against better quarterbacks. That's why I didn't get about Zimmer just sitting everybody 
for that game because if they win that game, they're so what the Vikings currently are sitting at what at ten and six or eleven and five. Eleven and five. So they would have had the five. So they would have had the five. They would have they had to have the Chiefs lose. What? And they, there was one scenario where they could have started their players and won and got a better seed if another team lost. Sorry, the Vikings are ten and six. No, no, the no, Vikings sorry, are ten NFC. and six. No, I'm talking about the Vikes right now because I'm trying to see oh, like Packers. if they could, yeah, if they could have gotten the four seed and and been playing the Eagles this week. No, the Vikings could not have won the division. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying win the division, but I'm saying winning the um. Four seed is the the, 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 no, 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 no. I'm saying winning the differentials to get the five seed as opposed to the six seed. Yeah, I think five and six were up for possibility. Well, yeah, exactly. You would rather have that that much more. Yeah, I'd much rather play the Eagles than play the Saints. I'll tell you that much right now. If I'm the Vikings. I think the Niners Seahawks were gonna play the Eagles no matter what, right? No, yeah, I, I, no, they're not. They're gonna play the. They have the bye. They have the one seed. I know, but like if the Niners had lost, they were gonna play the Eagles. Yeah, well, the, well, that's Correct. because the Niners owned all the differentials in terms of, uh, um, was it the win losses because they beat all the best teams in the league. So they they were going to be the five seed no matter what because they also owned the divisional and they beat all the people in front of them. Well, they, they would have had a better record too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember so, before the Seahawks-Niners game, they posted a little image of what would happen if SF won and what would happen if Seattle won. And I looked at it for like a, a second and it, I just can't remember exactly the scenario. But I do remember that Minnesota went to a different – yeah, it, it did change. So they could yeah, have gone to Philly. I think yeah, they, they, could have gone, they could have gone to Philly, yeah, yeah, if they had won. If they won in Seattle, lost. Yeah, if they had won in Seattle. Yeah. Because, uh, and, and that hurts them a lot. Like, I don't understand why – Well, they also don't guarantee that. that they would have won. Well, when you don't – It was a one-possession game, right? Yeah, they lost twenty one nineteen to the Bears. So that was horrible. It was horrendous. Yeah. If they play if they play their actual team, they definitely win. Who's the game. backup? Manion? Marion? Right, but you don't know that they, going in, you also have to consider like, oh, I'm gonna lose my running back. That's also true, but yeah. I don't think Dalvin Cook was gonna play. Well, the left tackle is still playing no matter what, because the, ta- the defensive line and the offensive line, there's only two backups on both sides. Well, I'm so saying, like, st- yeah, like, oh, well, guys. Okay. Oh, yeah, you could lose, like, a key non, yeah, like, named player. Also, they they probably, they, they, I mean, there was a good chance that the Seahawks would have won, which would have made it all moot. That's true. I agree. You play to win the game, Wes. That's yeah. all I know. You play to win the Super Bowl. And you have to manipulate the regular season in what you. But can. if you're playing, if you're the sixth seed and you, and you end up playing the Saints on the road, that definitely is not playing your favor. As that also could have been the Packers. If the Seahawks had won, the Packers would have dropped down, right? They would have been no, the third no. seed or something. No, Seattle would have been the third. Seattle would have been three seed. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, Seattle, could, Seattle couldn't get a buy. You could have gone to yeah. Seattle with a six seed instead of going to Philly. I mean, I don't know if you think that's better or worse. Hmm. I don't think playing New Orleans at home is a good idea. I'd much rather be playing Philly or Seattle. Let me just put it that way. All right, Seattle has proven to lose at home. They lost. They just lost to the Niners, and they just lost to the Cardinals. I don't like Seattle. I think they're worn out. I think they were a good team, but they're worn out. And then you have, and then you have the Eagles. The Eagles can be beat at this point. They have a very light team at this point. They're running a bunch of practice squad players out there. So I'd much rather be playing those guys than playing the Saints at home. What's your Super Bowl line right now? Ravens, Niners, Niners, dogs by two and a half. I agree with that. That's wow. That's where. Well, if it nice. plays out that way, it means that all all those teams have proven themselves. And so, like, all we can go off is regular. What What was the matchup, whatever, three, three or four weeks ago? Had to have been at least. Two, I think it was two oh. and a half. Yeah. Uh, it was two it was, and a half. The Niners were two and a half. So we're in Miami this year? Yeah, in Miami. Yep. It's going to be pouring okay. rain. It's going to be pouring rain for sure. Okay, so any anywhere in between like the one and a half to two and a half range. That's who yeah, I think the a, two best teams are. They've been playing well. And the thing is, it's going to be a run-heavy game. That game's going to be a run-heavy game because it's going to be pouring rain. It's going to be February, early February in Miami. It's going to be pouring rain. The, the line was five and a half. For wait, NFC wait, versus wait. AFC? Or, oh, for the Baltimore Niners. Yeah, it was huh. big. Oh, okay. really? Jeez, yeah, bro. But it was in I'll, I'll, I definitely don't think it will be that high for the Super Bowl, for sure. It was in Baltimore, and so yeah. like, that, uh, that it, was It's going to be a neutral field. It's going to be a neutral field, so I think it's going to be two and a half, three points. How about this bet? If you think the Titans are going to smack the Patriots – Derrick Henry, plus 170, most rushing yards in the wild card round. Yeah, there were a couple of props that I was kind of interested in. I'd take that prop bet. That's Derrick the first Henry. every other oh, running Derrick back in the league. Of the entire wild card. Yeah. That's seven other running do, do, Okay, okay, okay. Do you think Do you think uh, James White's going to get more yards than well, Derrick Henry? That's not even on the board. It's it's either Dalvin, it's Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Devin Singletary, Carlos Hyde, Sony Michelle, Marshawn Lynch, Alvin Kamara, and Miles Sanders. No, Cook or Kamara? Are they? Kamara is plus seven fifty. I think Kamara of the group Rushing. could could. He stopped running but, the ball. Uh, Vikings run is pretty good but 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 the thing is he hasn't been running the ball very much yeah of, of all the group that could i don't i don't think any of the, I, I, I don't he's think rushing leader and he's going against yeah. a bad patriot team seems easy <laughs> like, Cook, it, i guess if you think if you believe he's healthy and you believe the vikings can win but i don't think they'll they still play defense I, the but the thing is, I, I think the I think the Saints are going to be boxing up against Dalvin Cook. I think they're going to put eight in the box and do one on one with Stephon Diggs and Thielen, if Thielen is even healthy. Tim, there's no way the Bills win. No <sighs> way the Bills win. 
Mm, no, I think there's a way. They just have to play extraordinarily stout defense and get a lot of turnovers. They would need to like throw four shutouts. <laughs> I I, th- I think they could, but they'd have to get three. They could go four shutouts against these teams. Are you kidding me? No. Oh, are you talking about the Super Bowl? Or are you talking about this game? It's not a Super Bowl. Oh, don't. I don't think there's any way they can win the Super Bowl. Bills no win this game, though. I think they can win this game for sure. This All they need is a couple of turnovers, the plan. and I think they can get that. The playing weekend army. These are the international teams' wild cards. The teams that, the, yeah, it's like uh, you, you got paid airfare and free food for a week, but like you're not really like a participant. The Patriots are cloud nine, and they're like, yeah, we're the best. We're the best of the teams that are playing this weekend, but we're not a good team. <laughs> Poor. Poor Tim. He's been defending his Bills all year. I was, I was hoping. I like the Bills. Dude, though. dude, the Bills made the playoffs. You were talking shit about the Bills all year long, saying that they weren't going to make the playoffs. They went like they, made the playoffs. <laughs> they started like what were they were eight and zero too, right? Or they were no, they were some kind of ridiculous we start. Yeah. Like yeah, you just or go five hundred. Six and two, six and two. They were six and two or seven and one. I can't remember, but yeah. No, I knew that I knew they weren't a world-beating team, but I knew that they were good enough to make the playoffs, especially in the AFC. The AFC is really weak this year. There's a couple teams that are good. Some really weak. That is for sure. I I feel like the AFC used to be like Ravens, Steelers, yeah. Pats. I really expected those. They teams. were dominant. Yeah. And uh, this year has been pretty trashy. I'm I'm yeah, stunned. But- yeah, like. Everyone was a huge Lamar Jackson hater, and uh, now they're the best football team without a doubt. But are they going to hold it together to win? Because they still have to win three games. Well, also you have to hope that Lamar Jackson stays healthy. Yeah. If he gets, if there's any leg injuries at all, that offense changes significantly. Yeah. If there's a roll, if there's an ankle roll, if there's a knee, Robert Griffin. Is uh, enough of a discount. I mean, look, look at uh, what's his name, Teddy Bridgewater. He stepped in on like a fucking high power offense. No, no, no. He I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about like Lamar Jackson coming out of the game and no longer be able to play quarterback. But I'm just saying enough of an injury to slow him down a little bit, where he can't run the same playbook he has been running all year. Like saying his, his like playbook looks. It looks like a a destructive playbook. Like even if you're yeah, if you're like a a rock running back, you're still gonna get blown up every once in a while. How confident are you in them coming back? If they by you know, turn the ball over, bad bad act you know, bad play early on, they're down fourteen nothing. Are they a comeback? Well the, the the thing is they have to run worried. the ball. They, they, they haven't had to do that. Well, I mean, Ingram's a, he's good. But, you're yeah, but the fact, but, but the fact is, they have to run the ball. You have to pass it back into yeah. The, and I watch, yeah. I watch, I watched Lamar Jackson in that Niners game against a good defensive backfield. He can't really, he can throw. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is, can he throw consistently against mixed coverages? I don't think so. Like that, he, their their receiving core is not that great. Uh, no. You've got Hollywood Brown, but like. Other than that, yeah, I think it's just... All of their big plays on passing is off of 
is off of play action. Yeah, rollouts. Rollouts, yeah. him him running into the field and then eh, tricking the defense the same thing and about, hitting a tight end. You could say the same thing about Mahomes, but he has better hmm. options. Ravens oh. lost to the Browns. I'm not afraid of that team. <laughs> That's true, but they lost them in like week four. I th- they haven't lost the game in I think 12 they weeks. Are, I think they are a great team and by far the best team. Even better, I think. I think they are. Yeah, they're they're not much better than the Niners, but I think they're probably better than the Niners. But I don't think they're like an unbeatable team in the same no, way. I don't think, I don't think so either. No, I don't think uh, the 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 Niners are clearly not unbeatable. I don't think the Falcons. I mean, not the Falcons, but the uh, Ravens are unbeatable either. Uh, if if they struggle in the run game, if if the Ravens struggle in the run game, they won't win. How's how's this for a, a comparison? The Panthers Super Bowl team. MVP, Cam Newton. That team. That's a fair comparison, but I think I think Lamar Jackson is a better runner than Cam Newton. But a better overall quarterback? Who's the running back of that era? Uh, Jonathan Stewart? Jonathan Stewart was at that point. He's no Ingram. Like Ingram's, a, no well, I guess, kind of similar style, like a bruiser. No, they're similar Stewart style. They're bruiser. Yeah. They were, they were fifteen and one. Jeez. Cam Newton won the MVP. They were pretty good. Is Jameis Winston a thirty million dollar quarterback? <laughs> what happens there? I'd watch him over a lot of the better quarterbacks. Well, because he's the craziest. He's the craziest quarterback to watch. That's the reason why. No, I, I talked about it last week. Like he's one of those guys that is all instinct. He doesn't. He doesn't watch film. He doesn't do anything. Like he doesn't do pregame reads. He doesn't do any of that shit. All of his all instinct, and he just throws the ball up and prays. Every basically. week, he's trying to get better, Tim. No bullshit. Just say that in the news conference. There's, there's no way. There's no way you throw 30 interceptions. Even the worst quarterbacks in the NFL have never. Did you see the walk off 30th interception? Yes, I did. It was great. Pathetic. That was, I mean, yes. I was like, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> what better way so to end fun. this season? Yeah. It was like. There's was, no way. You, he was Even things. the worst quarterbacks in the NFL have never thrown 30 interceptions in a season. Not even well, they guys get pulled. Like, they get pulled. Like, this no, is your friend. He Tim, has, like, his face all over the stadium. Guys like Tim Rattay, Tim Rattay with the 49ers, right? He was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, and he played 16 games and didn't yeah, throw Yeah, but, like, times. he also threw 14 times a game, whereas Winston throws 30-plus every game. So like his his uh margin for error and like yeah they're not gonna pull him. So I don't uh I do you bring him back? You have to bring him back, I guess, right? Well, now like, I think I I think I think you bring him back, but you draft somebody. You're gonna expend that much to a, a quarterback that you know can't win. Yeah, you don't, I, have I, much of, you don't have much of a choice. Who's better? Who's going to be better than Jameis Winston? I think he's still. What? 
Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill's comeback to the Titans. There's no but how many guys like uh, Ryan Tannehill? Well, you could you could end up with Mariota next year. You could end up with a Mariota next year. Because Mariota is going to be gone by the Titans for sure. He's going to get cut in the offseason. Yeah, back-to-back number ones are no good. No good. Dude, and the thing is, is Mariota and Jameis were in the same draft class. Jameis was number one. Mariota was number two. I think, yeah, like, I think the plan is always, especially if you go, yeah, if you're a 1-15 in team or 0-16 team, you should just be drafting offensive linemen. Because they're not going to recover for years. Just Off- offense or defensive linemen. The the trenches is I would draft yeah. three positions. I would draft three positions: offensive, defensive lineman, and cornerback in the league right now. Now those are the main positions that mm. the defensive backfield. Well, and I mean, how how many there hasn't been generational corner cornerbacks? This probably Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson. That's probably yeah. the last one of the decade. Well, Earl Thomas has been a uh, – I mean, he's been great for 10 years. So. Well, yeah, all right. So, 10 years ago, he was drafted. I'm saying, like, within this generation. How old? Yeah, Earl Thomas. Jamal, Jamal Adams is a monster. The, the safety You're going to spend Jets, a, a, like, a three He's pick? an absolute beast. A like, three he is so good. Well, but the thing is, he's with a shitty team, so nobody talks about him. He's with, he's with the Jets, like – if he was on any other team, everybody would be mentioning his name with everybody else. Mm, I mean, Pat Peterson has been on bad teams, and he's always talked about. Jamal I think, I, is going I think to the football every year. Who else do we got in the defensive back area? Tyron Matthew. Um, he's, he's been great. He's, he's been in the league for like six, seven years. Six, six seven years. He's been, and he's good. He's been very I good. I don't think he's he's not – Pat Peterson or something. He's not Pat I, Peterson. I, 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 I just feel like, that. yeah, getting like offense and defensive line guys that are like, are yeah, they're they're you're they're, just built. You're building your core. They're, they're you could changing have, your franchise. You yeah, can have I, I any running you. back. You could have yeah, Rashim yeah, Mostert running. But if you have a good offensive line, he looks like you. a good running. Back. The first two things you should be drafting as a new franchise, any franchise for this matter, you should be drafting yeah. offensive linemen. And defensive linemen, the trenches. Yeah. They are the biggest game changers. Right. Look at the Niners. The Niners have drafted five defensive linemen over the last five years. They've hit on three of them, and it changed their team. Absolutely changed their team from absolute dog shit to one of the best teams in the league. Well, like, it took them getting, like, a like pretty incredible deal from the Pats to get Jimmy G, though, guard, to make yeah, it a real thing. I did. I agree with you, but obviously you got to have a good quarterback in the mix. You can't have a dog. Yeah, I, I feel. Yeah, that has to be the second yeah. step. It's yeah, like yeah. you get the the line, the line going. Then, then yeah. So like instead of drafting, get, yeah, instead of drafting David Carr, the quarterback you, makes the offense roll. So you got to have a, at least. You don't need to have a world beater quarterback. You just got to have a good quarterback, somebody who can. Throw the football consistently well. A guy going hand yeah. off the ball. Well, I mean, you can look at all, all the bad teams of the decade. Yeah, the the Redskins, uh, Raiders. They constantly pick like positional players. Yeah, they and constantly pick wide receivers and running back. Those guys don't mean that, shit. They don't mean dick. Like, uh, I, I'm sorry, they don't. 
Like you can have all the wide receivers in the world. A lot you'll be missing a lot. Yeah. Defensive linemen and offensive linemen are the big key. And obviously you gotta have a quarterback. Obviously that's a big key is having a good quarterback. And the Raiders thought they had that with Derek Carr. He's been decent, but the fact is he's been really inconsistent and made some really big mistakes in big games, and it's cost him the seasons. It's cost him seasons. Like, when he was playing the Packers and he found the ball at the one and ended up get, becoming a touchback, that that basically cost him the season because they came out in the second half and the Packers absolutely destroyed him. How, how, how long does Gruden last? I'm betting on the Pats. Put your money in now. <laughs> Best defense in the league. Best defense in the league and Brady and Belichick. Okay. I think Brady okay. the last okay. couple of years. Can't we just assume that Andy Reid's going to do something stupid in the next couple so. of weeks? I think I think so. I don't think so. I, I think he. I think he's learned uh, after he's watching learned. him. He's for thirty years. After watching last year, it gave me a lot more hope for Andy Reid. After watching last year, I thought he was going to make. A, you can listen to the podcast before before that game started. I was like, Andy Reid is a choke artist. He's going to make a huge mistake that's going to cost the Chiefs the game. He didn't. It was D Ford actually who ended up costing the Chiefs the game. It had nothing to do with Andy Reid. They played that game as well as any team in that position Which game? played that game. It was a great game. Which game? I, I, uh, the, the the Chiefs and Patriots in the AFC Championship. The game that they got shut out in the first half. Well, I don't blame Andy Reid for that. There was a lot of mistakes for the offense. Blame the coach for bringing a team out that couldn't score a point with an MVP quarterback against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. The, the Patriots weren't one of the worst defenses in the NFL last year. They ended up shutting, almost shutting out the Rams last uh, in the playoffs, too. So, I mean, they played very well in the playoffs. The Patriots' defense. They played, the Patriots. Great, they played great in the playoffs, but they were not a good defense in the regular season. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'll agree with you there. But the fact is, in the defense, they played lights out. Their defense played lights out. Against the Rams, they shut out one of the best offenses in the league in the, in the Super Bowl. Come hey, man, trust me, I'm not <laughs> saying they're bad. I'm just saying these are t- these. This is coach. And, and the thing that got is, shut out on the road yeah. in the playoff game. But, but, but the fact is, is that the Chiefs, what did they score? Thirty-two points in that game. Yeah, they popped 30. off in the second half. They scored twenty-four in the fourth quarter. Yeah, exactly. But all the points count the same. They all count as the same. And if you don't score any, I agree. They end up going. end up going to OT, and the and the Patriots scored on the first drive. Like it, it came down to the wire. Like it was a well coached game by both sides, and it was not an Andy Reid mistake that caused them to lose that game. If if uh, the Niners come out, it's if, a mistake that they couldn't score. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. If the Niners come out and shut out in the first half. In their first, in, in the, in but, but also you can't blame it all. You're not going to blame Kyle Shanahan for any of that. Yeah, I'm not going to blame him for everything. Also, it, it comes to, comes down to execution. Like if, if if the plays are called and Jimmy G's throwing the ball five yards over the head of of Debo Samuel, I'm not going to blame. Sure, sure. I'm not saying it all falls on him, but you got to give the coach some. Uh, I don't think any of like the Chiefs' failures weren't like. 
personal like they just had a bad set of play calling. They go three and out. It's like, well, that's the coaching. That's not the players. The league MVP threw only 31 passes, while Brady threw 46. Well, their running back kicked a, a lady. Couldn't coach, yeah. couldn't coach his players not to kick people. <laughs> Can't coach that. <laughs> I'm not sure I would yeah. put that on his feet. But. Abuse of young ladies is not uh... – Although it didn't seem to bother them. They had all these players on their team. Yeah. So I think there's the karma angle there that should go against him too. If you're going to employ bad people. Well, you could say the same thing about the Browns, man, and the Steelers. There's a lot of these teams, man. They have, they have some guys that are absolute scumbags. Yeah. What about the Niners? They had like Alden Brown, uh, Alden Smith for like several years. years. Had, had like years. four. But four they actually five. got rid of them, though. They oh, actually got rid of them. Most, most teams don't. Hey, most teams don't. Strike, strike one, strike two, strike three, DUI. Strike four. Now you're off the team. <laughs> we took a stand. Yeah. Well, the Niners, but the, but the, the thing is, is that leadership has changed in a big way. How many mistakes did Ruben Foster make before he was gone? Two. He made one, and then they're like, you're getting suspended by the team for four weeks. And, and then the Redskins signed him, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah. And then and then, and the Niners, after number two, they're like, you're gone, dude. You're a fucking idiot. Get off my team. Like, he made two mistakes. He was gone. You know those Yorks, they know how to lay down the law, Tim. Your favorites. No, no. It's the thing is the the rules have changed under Lynch. Lynch is like, okay, like I'll give you one shot and if if you guys don't get in line. And and that was the rule on Ruben Foster before, because he was kind of a head case before and they and they knew that going into drafting him. All right, we and, Foster, I'm gonna stop the recording. <laughs>